Live on the Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Deucebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, we're going to get around this, aren't we, tonight? I promise you, Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios, man. We've been doing this for a long damn time, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Lucas Oil Studios for almost 22 years. Going to be celebrating that 22nd anniversary coming up in June. And Statman, do you know the date that we're going to be celebrating our 22nd birthday in June? I think it's the 25th. Wasn't that the first show that we yeah. did? 25? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And again, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube or on Twitch or on a Facebook Live, Richie, 22 years ago, how old are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm going to have to think for a second. Just- hmm uh, nine? It was the year 2000. You were nine. Are you kidding? Yep. And after 22 years, we still don't know how to not talk over each other. That is That's awesome. Yeah. That well, is greatness. It happens. Yep. Uh, Freak Nation, nothing but winners here tonight. Uh, almost a first time winner when it comes to our good friend Tyler Reddick. We're going to hear from Tyler Reddick, who was actually running for the win at Phoenix. Uh, a good interview with Tyler. He'll be this hour. Coming up the second hour, Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. The first NHRA win for Tony Stewart Racing. Tony Stewart and Leah Pruitt. There's a video out there. If you follow us on Twitter, if you phony, if you follow Tony Stewart Racing, You'll see a video of Tony Stewart and Leah Pruitt. The emotion is raw when Matt Hagen won that race this afternoon in Gville. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stewart grabs his first NHRA win. Also coming up this hour. No, next hour. His name is Taylor Gray. And Statman, I believe in this interview, Crash and I caught with Taylor Gray. He won the ARCA Series race at Phoenix Friday night. He's the grandson of funny car, former funny car driver, dirt driver, Johnny Gray. And I believe I kicked off the interview with him, Statman, referring to the first time we met Johnny Gray hanging out. uh, It was like down to Tucson or at Phoenix for spring testing or something. We were listening to what Nelly on the Beats with him and Del Worsham when they were driving the Checker Shucks. Uh, Craig and funny car. I brought that up to him and that was 22 years ago. And this guy wasn't even born and he's winning freaking NASCAR races. Yeah. We were also talking to Johnny Gray about him giving President Bush at the time. He was giving President Bush at the time uh, a consultation on oil prices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little, little side side dance in there with Statman. But, yeah, we're going to hear from Taylor Gray. The The story about Taylor Gray winning the ARCA Series race is uh, he drives for David Gilliland Racing. And it happened, what, Crasher, was it Thursday morning? Was the accident Thursday morning? Was, I, mm, I don't know the exact date. I want right. to say it was Tuesday, but I, it was midweek. It, it right. was tragic where the driver of the hauler for David Gilliland Racing and part of Taylor Gray's team passed, Stotts. passed away in this accident. Others are injured. And for him to go out there with, needless to say, 
that on his mind and win the damn thing yeah. at Phoenix Raceway is incredible. Of course, did it on general tires, but uh, catching up with Taylor Gray here in the second hour. Stat, man, uh, we, I don't know how much time we got until we got to resume with some new affiliates, but quickly, uh, we're seeing a whole hell of a lot of new names winning big boy and girl racing in racing, bud. Chase all, Briscoe being one of them. Exactly. And all kinds of racing. Chase Briscoe and the people who chased him across the finish line were Ch- uh, Chastain and uh, Tyler Reddick, guys who never won a race yet. We've got a, a, a Trip Tatum, who was the top <laughs> fuel winner today, and um, Daryl. I want to say Green, but that's a Glenn. That was Glenn. David Glenn. Yeah. I keep getting Daryl Green. That was a major league manager. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we got nothing but new names. That'd be like having uh, Mick Schumacher win the F1 race next weekend. Or Kevin Magnuson, or even though he's not really new. Right. Just hasn't won before. But regardless, man, it, it's fun to see all of these new names coming in and winning in their respective series, even in even to a degree, there are are not necessarily well-funded riders in Supercross that are being competitive. They're not necessarily winning the races, but they're being competitive here in the Freak Nation. Uh, Going to resume with some affiliates coming up here, Freak Nation, and Crash Gladys pit news and notes coming up. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Right now, as we're bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation, thank you guys for being a part of Speed Freaks. Coming up this hour, almost grabbed his first NASCAR Cup win, Tyler Reddick. He'll be joining us. But first, let's go to Crash Gladys and her pit news and notes brought to you by General Tire. Now through the end of April, four qualifying passenger tires from General Tires, you're going to take home up to $70 with a Visa prepaid card. That's right. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com for more information. Crasher. All right. Before anything else is said, mad props to Freak's fave, Tony Stewart. He took wins in both NASCAR and NHRA today. So more on that in a bit. In NASCAR, in Phoenix, it was Chase Briscoe's first win in the Cup Series as his car and his crew were the ones to beat in the, well, most of the second half of the race. Chase held off Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick and even admitted to crying throughout the white flag lap as he went on to cross the stripe. Massive props. The Xfinity Series had a more dominant winner in Noah Gregson. He led 114 of the 200 laps. Friday night saw the most emotional win when Taylor Gray fought very hard on his general tires to hold off Daniel Dye, Sammy Smith, and Raja Karuth in the final restart en route to his first win in the Arca Series. Gray's car was stripped of sponsorship while the names Steven Stotts, John Zaveri, and Michael Mazel were placed above each of the doors. John and Michael survived the Gilliland team hauler crash during the week. But hauler driver Steven Stotts did not make it. Taylor Gray dedicated his win to his fallen teammate. 
Back to the Tony Stewart connection and Chase Briscoe's NASCAR Cup win for the team. Over in Florida, it was funny car driver Matt Hagan grabbing the first ever Wally for Tony's NHRA group. And like Kenny said, you've got to check out the video that Matt Hagan has posted. Videos and pictures that he's posted on his Twitter account. It was such a fitting race in Pro Stock Motorcycle as, well, what is this month? It's Women's History Month. Bam. Yes, so it was Karen Stouffer versus Angie Smith in the finals. Stouffer loves herself some Gainesville asphalt. So after seeing new NH- after setting, excuse me, new NHRA records not once but twice today, she netted the win in, get this, the quickest side-by-side run in the history of the class. A 6-7-2-3 run by Angie to Karen's 6-7 flat. More in the second hour. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720-800-756-8720-800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Listen, man, it's fantastic being a part of Lucas Oil and that family because when you're parts partners with a big brand like that or General Tire or others that we're certainly involved with, and they've got drivers and cars running for race wins and actually winning races, that is absolutely fantastic. Crasher, update the uh, Lucas Oil Motorsports results. Uh, that you have for the weekend. Well, it was it was a good end to the day today because we had two Lucas Oil drivers and riders in the final round at the NHRA Gator Nationals. Kyle Koretsky in the Pro Stock class and Angie Smith in Pro Stock Motorcycles as part of that history making side by side Pro Stock Motorcycle woman to woman run. I mean, it was just amazing. And right. Angie was a part of it. So that was so cool. And then of course, over on close to the West coast in Phoenix, Tyler Reddick, my gosh, battled himself, battled to get up to second place and then fell off again and then battled back to second and was in contention for that lead. But ugh, that last Whoa. restart, he just didn't quite right. have it. And well, Briscoe did have the better car. Statman, did you hear what Crasher said there? Two women on bikes in the NHRA uh, in the finals. And not only the finals, but Statman, the quickest pass in, is this right, Crasher, in pro bikes history? Yep. Quickest side-by-side run in that division of the sport's history. Bonkers. It is not women's history. Not to mention history. that Karen Stouffer, I'm sorry, Statman, not to mention that Karen Stouffer had already set the track record and the series record two rounds before that. And it was backed up by her first round, Jeez. which was 6.6 something. Oh, it was just incredible. So I'm sorry. I had to throw that in there, too. Yeah, it's a Women's History Month. She ought, you know, we had to get women in motorsports. It, it, it should be yep. celebrated every time we get a chance to. Yeah, we tried. We tried. But uh, we had to settle for second best at Matt Hagen. Which is always fantastic uh, here in the Freak oh, you Nation. Mean we tried to get Karen in the yeah, studios. Yes, yes, we tried yes, to get Karen. Yes, we did. In the Freak Nation. If you're watching us on we'll YouTube, we'll Facebook Live, or of course on Twitch, hey, how you doing, man? How you doing? Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up, Tyler Reddick, a two parter. We caught up with him over the weekend. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Your stat mad scat uh, coming up in moments. And uh, Richie, is this for real? Is uh, Drive to Survive? Uh, season two through whatever is driver survive the new season up already season four is back it is mm. back i was watching it last night before i went to sleep <laughs> and I'm, I'm already all in i'm probably gonna finish it tomorrow god do you remember do you remember what i showed you in the phoenix media center last night is yes. that the reason why you went home and started watching it part of it yes <laughs> do you remember what that was I do. Crash sent me a tweet, apparently from somebody who had already seen the show all all the way through this season, that at the very end, in those final two episodes, which is what focuses on the championship as it plays out, somebody tweeted out that after viewing that, there is no way anyone can say (laughs) that the final race wasn't rigged. Oh, really? (laughs) Funny how that works. Yeah, yeah, Stat. Statman, that's a shock, isn't it? That the the race was rigged. Yeah, we had the, the Netflix had to confirm it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. Oh, this is going to be a fun motorsports season, Freak Nation. We got all these new names. We got women kicking ass again. We've got uh, Crasher doing her thing. Statman, yours truly, Kenny Sargent, Richard C. Suave with I don't know what the hell he's wearing. Look at that outfit. That is legit. 
They're ice cream cones, right? They are ice cream cones, and I bought their shirt for Pride Month last year. And they're Boom. they're um red, they're like uh, rainbow colored huh. to support the uh, LGBTQ can you, community. Rainbow yeah. ice cream. Can you get maybe an undershirt? Again, this is sorry, radio. <laughs> Can you get maybe an undershirt that matches with that shirt? It's like this is this is gray. I'm wearing a gray shirt, Freak Nation. A gray shirt usually goes with everything. Okay. Yes. okay. Do you want to come to my house and be my personal fashion consultant <laughs> on what I pick out to wear the racetrack every day? Do you want to do that? I think I look great. Okay. He did. He looked great at Phoenix Raceway today. Yeah. It was totally fine. This is happening. Oh, he's got his GT hat on, too. Nice. <laughs> oh, Freak Nation. Your Statman scat in moments. Speaking of Formula One, we'll get to that. Also, Tyler Reddick coming up here in the Freak Nation. Formula One season opens in Bahrain this week. Lots of new stuff, lots of new headlines, driver lineups, driver dreams, and engineering ideas. A welcome headline this week has American Colton Herta getting a test driver deal from McLaren run by American Zach Brown. That synergy is the point of disappointment over what's happening at Haas F1. That relationship with Russia may sack the team. Wouldn't surprise me if Haas sells out to Michael Andretti. But that's not a headline. That's pure speculation on my part. I just hope that Herta has grown into the big boy discipline to be successful in F1. He didn't have it at Nashville last year. Hopefully his racecraft has grown beyond his years. Michael Andretti is saying he's made inroads with F1 owners after personal conversations recently. If Michael has the money, he should be allowed in the club if he has the money. As for F1 owners, if a black drummer is good enough for the gentrified Rolling Stones, why can't Michael Andretti be good enough for the gentrified F1 grid if he has the money? Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, I can't say it enough. It's fantastic to see a number of these drivers that are winning in all forms of motorsports, uh, typical drivers that you don't see win races and chase briscoe is one of them if you follow us on our youtube page you'll see a good 15 20 minutes with chase briscoe and his fandom for his team owner tony stewart he had nothing but home depot his his blankets were home depot and now the guy's winning races for tony stewart so badass in the number 14 that stewart used to drive yeah so we'll tweet that out later. Well, actually, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll see the link to that interview. But there's another name, Tyler Reddick, who he's going to get himself a win this year. Dude's, dude's been in every race so far. Every race has had the car. Again, almost had this race at Phoenix. Running for Richard Childress Racing. Tyler Reddick, he comes from the same cloth as Kyle Larson, where you put him in it. You'll hear in this interview, whether it's IndyCar or a sprint car, this guy will drive it. He'll run it. It's Tyler Reddick. Uh, we caught up with him yesterday from Phoenix Raceway. 
Tyler Reddick here in the Freak Nation. So Tyler Reddick joining us here in the Freak Nation, of course, running the NASCAR Cup Series, getting set for Sunday at the Phoenix Raceway. And we were talking about the ARCA Series race on MAV-TV Friday night where he wasn't able to see much of it. But when you have a race like the ARCA Series, Tyler, that you may not have any invested vested interest in the ARCA Series initially, but as a driver that's worked his way up like you have, how do you watch races for uh, like that when you th- there's rookie drivers and young drivers? Do you look at it like a like a mentor perspective, like he should be doing this or I would have done that at that age? Or do you just watch it like it's just a damn race? It's a mix of both, but I'd say I start watching it with the purpose of like, you know, really, all right, I got to learn and study, you know, learn something from this, study this, see what, you know, see what the track's doing, all that stuff. By the end of the race, I find myself like shouting and yelling like like a race fan because, I mean, <laughs> I, w- I, I still am a race fan. That's what got me into racing was, you know, just enjoyment. Love, love watching, mm-hmm. you know, drivers out there competing on the edge. But, um, yeah, I mean, whether it's e- even a race I get knocked out of like the 500 when um, when Austin won- came broke through and won that thing. Uh, yeah, I found myself cheering and yelling and screaming probably as loud as some of the fans in the stands. So. I bounce back and forth. I do love it a lot. So, are you the same if you're watching Formula One or if you're watching NHRA? I mean, do you have, even have a chance to watch all forms of racing? Um, NHRA, I don't get to watch too much because I, well, I feel like they, they're they're on Sundays. They're kind of competing yes. around <laughs> the same time that NASCAR is, um, and the one or two off weekends that we that we do have um the last thing on my mind is is really racing i guess <laughs> yes. uh, but uh but yeah i i mean pretty much every sunday once their season cranks up i'm waking up for one purpose and one purpose only that's to watch f1 race normally so that's what I, I wake up at whatever i mean if it's three four seven whatever really don't matter get a cup of coffee Let's go. Right. Watch hey, no, some racing. Why? Huh. Why is Formula One your Jones? I can guess, but why is it that you set your alarm to watch a series that isn't, you know, that that doesn't have fenders? Well, um, well, you mentioned fenders, but like I, I came from outlaw cards and and open and you no, know, open wheel dirt racing mm-hmm. as it's called. So I don't know. I don't really have a. I don't really pick and choose like, oh, because this car has fetters or doesn't. I like it or don't like it. Is it the technology that just blows away that these cars can do what they're doing? Yeah. I mean, the budget, the technology, the drivers (laughs) that they find, the drivers that they really, um, well, um, groom and and grow. Uh, And then I guess the, the, the obvious one for me is, you know, just the fact that, you know, those cars are have one purpose from the, I mean, the very first part or piece or mm-hmm. you know the first uh you know graph of like carbon getting laid around the tub right. like it's all speed <laughs> nothing else matters speed 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 i mean there's some safety stuff that they've they brought along with the halo and everything that's really good um but those cars just i mean we think we know what fast is um and that's just a whole nother a whole nother level of fast those cars are pulling g's that like you can only get in in, in f-16s and fighter mm-hmm. jets <laughs> 
That's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. So basically, Memorial Day Sunday is your Christmas. I mean, well, it used to be. Hopefully, we're going to get back to it again. Wake up with Formula One, head to the Indy 500, and then you're in the cockpit for the Coke 600. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that for a race fan. No, it doesn't. Um, you have racing pretty much all day long. Um, early, early in the morning, I think I, I could be wrong. They'll be running Monaco. Yes. Um, then you have the Indy 500. Then you have the Coke 600 to, you know, um, either try and, you know, wash away a hangover or your hangover is <laughs> quickly approaching your racing hangover. That's true. If you will. Yeah, fans. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a really fun day. Like it sticks up on me every time. I don't think about it until it's like almost there. And it's like, oh my God, there's so much racing out of watch before I go race. Um, but yeah, as a racing fan, there's a lot to take in. It's a really cool deal if you, you know, you're into motorsports, mm -hmm. you know, the, you can be glued to a TV pretty much all day long. Well, explain how, what is it like? We're at the Indy 500 typically. So what is it like in Charlotte? I mean, are there TVs everywhere? Are people drinking their coffees and kind of talking about what's going on in other parts of the world at that time? I mean, what is it like in Charlotte? I think somewhat, you know, NASCAR kind of, NASCAR if, of of all of of all sports, I feel like can kind of get a little lost or caught up in its own self a little bit, and kind of. I mean, there's a lot of people in our sport that love F1 and you know love watching the 500. Um, but like, I feel like if if you're gonna pick, if look at all three and say, okay, this is the one where it might get kind of lost in itself from time <laughs> to time, it's probably probably NASCAR a little bit because, hmm. I mean. I don't know. I, I've never strolled through the campground at seven in the morning in Charlotte Motor Speedway, but I would imagine most everybody's passed out asleep, you know, because they've been up all night partying. So maybe some will be up. Maybe I'll be maybe I'm I'll be proven wrong if I go look in the morning. I probably won't. because I'll be watching the race at go. home with coffee. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I think I think I think the big screen has had the five, Indy 500 playing from time to time at, at the times that I've been the track that yeah. early. Normally on on 600 day like that, you don't get to the track till a good bit later in the afternoon. Well, I, hold That's on. a good point too. I don't know. Tyler's I always hated when people said this to me. You were too young to remember, <laughs> but I'm going to say that when you we old man when you. we started Speed Freaks <laughs> 20 plus years ago, there was such a division between open wheel. And NASCAR, such a division. And it was created by Open Wheel. Mm -hmm. NASCAR took the reins and kicked the ass of Open Wheel with a split and so forth. And then NASCAR copped that attitude. And now it looks like we're working our way back to where well, you've got an IndyCar race and, an, and, a, and a NASCAR race in the same weekend and at, we a, at so a track. And we've been that. talking about that for 20 years. Where it's like you're saying, man, you if you could watch an HR, you would, or maybe a Supercross race, because we're all motorsports motor Fans, once we get outside of our bubble and realize it, God damn it, Tyler Reddick wants to watch Formula One. What? Are you kidding me? He didn't want to sit down and watch all these stock car races? No, he's a motorhead. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we're getting back to where we can enjoy each other's series, so to speak. Yeah. And I mean, I think the more that, you know, the drivers have a diverse background of what they race, um, you know, uh, Helps them as a driver in the car. And the more that, you know, the teams and the owners and partners are comfortable with that, mm -hmm. you know, it helps the drivers kind of move around. Then, you know, you'll, you you might notice some of the fans like, you know, fan, you know, fans of Kyle Larson, especially kind of move around, follow what everything that he's doing. So the more that that starts to happen, the more fans that only watch NASCAR that don't even maybe really even have, haven't even given the time of day to watch IndyCar, yeah. Formula One or IMSA, you know, 
uh, th- those crossovers will start to happen more the more that the drivers are actually doing that too, I think. Well, Crash, I'm going to follow up on that because there was there was hatred that Dario Franchitti came over to stock cars that Juan Pablo Montoya. A lot of it was the fan base, though, too. Yeah. And like he's like Tyler's saying, I mean, fans need to realize all boats rise on a high on a high tide and we all need each other together. Yeah. It's motorsports against stick and ball at times for sponsor dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, let's help each other. So th- it was it wasn't fun watching that. Mm-hmm. That because we're friends with all the series, but the, the hatred for Dario Franchitti, one of the nicest cats on the planet. You're going stock car racing. Yeah, he is. Yeah, let him go. He wants to pay his bills. <laughs> he wants to try something new. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. You know, that, again, I, I guess I wasn't really in the sport like I, I, I'm where I am today. So I firsthand didn't really see a lot of that. But I do remember. You know. There wasn't a lot of positive energy flowing around from what should have been a very positive thing. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that that's gotten better. Like, you know, there's, um, you know, I didn't see a lot of, of negativity come around or stir around from when Kurt went and ran the 500 or, right. or other crossovers right. have happened. Um, I think like it's been a lot more positive for sure. You know, it's no matter what discipline or racing you choose, they're all very challenging. And, you know, those drivers that that want want that challenge to jump from one to the other or do both, um, you know, hats off to them because it's not easy. Um, those cars couldn't be more, any more different than what they are from a stock car. Um, it's just a totally different ball game. Yeah, it's wild. Whoa, is that refreshing or what, Stat Man? Completely refreshing. Listening to. I remember the first time I had a conversation with the snake, Don Prudhomme, uh, mm-hmm. and he's a complete F1 fan. Ron Caps, complete F1 fan. Yeah, Tyler Reddick. Wow, that that catches me off guard. There's like, a- oh, sorry, Kenny. It's, it's like you see Dale Jr. and you think NASCAR, but what you need to know about somebody like Dale Jr. is there are they're an historian of the sport and not just NASCAR. They love racing, period. He loves NHRA. He loves IndyCar. He loves Supercross. He loves sports cars. I mean, it's just. Let let, let me cut you off right there, Crash, (laughs) because the one thing that is a common denominator for every NASCAR driver I've ever talked to for 22 years is they don't understand how somebody could sit on a behind an 11,000 horsepower <laughs> funny car or in front of an 11,000 uh, horsepower top fuel dragster. They idolize some of those guys and are just in awe and would never get behind the wheel. Just like some of the guys who race in top fuel, they'd find it pretty difficult to run for six hours behind the wheel of uh, uh, NASCAR uh, Mm -hmm. round and around in a circle. I mean, there's a lot of respect that these guys have for each other. I'll never forget. Was it the first time or the second time we had John Force in the studio with us in Los Angeles? It it was probably the second time. Eddie Cheever was also in the studio at that particular time. And John just stood across the room and just stared at Eddie. He's like, (laughs) and I think you asked him, Kenny, why are you so quiet? He goes, I'm in the same room with an Indy 500 winner. Yeah, right. Exactly. I was sitting between the two of them (laughs) and John was on my right shoulder. And I looked at him like, that's the first time John's ever been quiet in his life. And he said, that's an Indy 500 winner. 
<laughs> a lot of respect. A lot of respect. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's uh, I want Statman. I want you to get out to a, a cup race this year because I'm just walking through the garage. Uh, you have a more well-tuned ear than I do when it comes to certain sounds of motors. But looking at how low these cup cars are, how wide they are, and how they sound, I've just got Trans Am races from Long Beach Grand Prix up and down my chilled, yep. chilled spine when I hear those things and look at those things on the track. Going back to Long Beach Grand Prix with the Trans Am races, it just it puts me there, the way these look, where they look, the way they sound. I, Kenny, I couldn't agree with you more. I was thinking the exact same thing, only my mind was going to V8 supercars mm -hmm. instead of Trans Am. These cars, I'd like the look of these cars. They look more like the street cars, the wide fender flares. The cars look like something from the street, which stock cars yeah. are supposed to look like. Freak Nation, we have part two coming up with Tyler Reddick when we return from these special messages for you, Freak Nation. Oh, special. Uh, and Richie, let's get that Tony Stewart tweet uh, uh, ready to show the Freak Nation if they're watching us on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook Live, where he and his wife, whoa, sounds weird, <laughs> where Tony Stewart and his wife, Leah Pruitt, uh, show this raw emotion when Matt Hagen, which, by the way, we're going to have him on in the second hour, when Matt Hagen gets the first win for Tony Stewart Racing in NHRA. Let's get that thing ready to go. Again, the second part for Tyler Reddick, uh, a, a young gun, a dude. He's going to get him some races, man. He's going to get him some race wins. Uh, Tyler Reddick, flying those Lucas Oil colors, uh, coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Bowl Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV TV and MAV TV Plus, 
Go to MavTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, if you look at the standings in the NASCAR Cup Series, there are some drivers that aren't in the top 10. Some of those drivers, to Statman's dismay, at least one of them, is Kyle <laughs> Busch. He's sitting out of the top 10. Really? Alex Bowman, out of the top 10. Martin Truex, out of the top 10. William Byron, out of the top 10. You know who is in the top 10? It's Tyler Reddick. And we continue on with part two with Tyler Reddick, who damn near had himself his first cup win right here in Phoenix, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. With you in the offseason, Tyler, about potentially doing some dirt races or some just, you name it, something outside of a stock car just to keep your keep yourself going. It, are any plans different now or do you have do you have something scheduled for this summer as well, in addition to obviously Cup? Yeah, there's some things I'm work, yeah, working on. I don't know if. I wish I kind of knew if I could say or not oh, right now. Oh, okay. Don't say if you, if not? Let it, let I need to make sure I've asked, I've asked the boss for permission yeah. first before I say it. A couple of them I have, but I don't know if I can talk about them yet. Does so it have I don't fenders? Know. Some Would of them, stop? yeah. Some of them have fenders. Some of them don't. So, um, But bottom line, yes, it's in the works. Yeah. Okay. And um, the interesting thing with all that is, you know, uh, Time time wise, it looks like that's something that's kind of easy to do and mm. be fun to do. It'd be good for me to do. And then here in the last, you know, two, three weeks, I've had issues that I have in the car with my legs. It's like, okay, do I want to be going getting other cars if I need to be resting? Mm. So that's a new, I guess, curveball I wasn't really anticipating. So um, I haven't really been thinking about other, yeah. you know, yeah. I've got some things <laughs> going. Hopefully they're going to happen. So you kind of had to like, uh, you know, I'm not going to really go jumping in and looking for other things to go do right now until I know that this issue's behind me. You haven't confirmed with Richard that you can use his jet to run the 500 and then go down and run the 600. You haven't wow. confirmed that with him yet. I'm sure if it came down to it, he'd be more willing to, to do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. I've joked with him about trying to do, you know, you know, Rolex, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where I don't I don't know, you know where it's at right now but um but you're one of those drivers you're yeah. one of those guys that could get into something yes. and be competitive whether it's a, a sports car a, an indie car or a dirt car that's you that's mm -hmm. tyler 
That's not a guy that's stuck to just one series. Well, I, I mean, I'd hope not. I'd love to try to find out and be sure, you know. Um, certainly, like, you know, stock cars are a lot of fun to drive. They're hard mm-hmm. to handle. They're they're beasts. Um, but the Indy cars are just, you know, like that next, that that's just something like, mm-hmm. I mean, stock cars, the, the competition in NASCAR is really tight. Um, it, it's tight in IndyCar too, but it's like you're putting yourself at a whole, whole different like level to, to drive those cars for the length that those those IndyCar drivers You'd be do. giddy in an IndyCar, wouldn't you? I'm watching. Yes. You. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. No, I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely would be. I've, I've not got to drive the real thing, but I've gotten to play around in, in, in a few, I've gotten to be able to be put in a few environments to get a pretty good read on it. And, and um, you are dancing nothing... around something. <laughs> no, he's not. No, I'm not. No, he's um, not. <laughs> it's been real. I mean, the few opportunities I've had to drive right. something that's close to it or as close as you can get to the real thing. Um, it's been wow. Like really, really fun. It's incredible. I, just, I still can't believe they don't have power steering because we talk about technology. I was just getting ready to yeah. say the yeah. part that is like the most mind blowing about it is like you're just going around a corner and you're literally like, oh. all right, I'm having to hold like bend my right. arm into the cockpit. If I hit a bump that's that's gonna break my arm, it could, but like I mean you have to just bend your elbows into the into the cockpit to hold around some of the corners. It's incredible. Yeah, do that at Watkins Glen with no power steering. Oh, that'd Forget be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's a driver, man. That is that's a, true. That's a driver. I mean, that's that's AJ Ford. That's Mario. That's Tony Stewart. It's not Tyler it's, it's not like the hand on the steering wheel and you want that difficulty of being able to steer that as I'm told now. Are you race, saying racecraft? Oh. Why are we calling it a racecraft now? Because that's what it is. But I've not heard that in twenty years until oh, we have an arca driver going, talking about the racecraft. It's got race car, man. <laughs> We're not a, a race craft. Have you heard that yet? I thought we were talking about like a racing craft, like <laughs> my, what I'm working on, not a race craft. See there? Okay. I heard, I've, heard it, race craft. I've heard it twice with these 16 year olds going, it's a race craft. I think car. you can call it a race craft if it takes flight in a race. But other than that, <laughs> I don't know. It's still a car as, as of right now. Like construction paper, like you're making it, arts right. and crafts. And yeah, yeah. Do we know uh, how your legs are? Do we know what the what the problem is? I think we've figured out what the issue in the car is. Mm-hmm. Um, it made a lot of gains. or Well, the problem is just sitting in the car in the shop floor, it's pretty difficult to understand um, if it's if it's truly fixed or not. Because mm-hmm. I can sit in that car all day long and feel fine, but it's you know 20-ish laps or sooner on the racetrack of driving with the load, with the bumps is when it, when it, when it really starts to kick in. So, wow. Even the the fifteen minute warm ups that we have isn't really enough time. Even if you ran it straight through to really know if you're going to have a problem or not. So that's the tough part about it. We we know well. I know what is causing my legs to go to sleep. Um, you know, pinching my sciatic nerve. Mm. But just uh, trying to get my legs in the right place. If I get my legs too low, then I'm going to cut them off the circulation off in another area, which is not good either. So. We had it right in the old car, so we just we'll keep moving the pedals around until we get it right. I just hope we, you know, we found it. Uh, I guess this week at the shop. <laughs> Do yellow flags help? I mean, can you yeah. move it enough to just be like, okay, yeah. it's getting in a new position or whatever? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, yellow flags help a lot. Um, yeah, that first time really comes on, it's like, uh, oh mm. my god, it's terrible. But but whenever the precautions do come, you know, you take advantage of it. Thankfully, with this car, the the 
way the air intake is through the the grill opening and everything um you're not having to shut the engine off a lot to keep it cool um you know a lot of the tracks we were at we weren't in a lot of uh situations to have to save fuel or anything so i could you know pretty easily loosen the belts up move around mm-hmm. a little bit get it get some feeling back that's true if i'm driving to vegas man i can stop stretch go <laughs> grab me a coke you man you know, yeah, I could turn around and slap my eight-year-old. Shut lot up! Of, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, drivers, you know, have fixed belts, and I understand why that's like appealing. You know, it's less weight. You know, mm-hmm. less chance you catch your hand on something and lose something up. But um, man, having double adjustable belts, like not just on the shoulders, but everywhere else, is, was like I would have been completely in trouble if I didn't have that in my car because you know mm. I wouldn't have been able to loosen up Oof. flat belts and and move move around you know that would have been bad so i'm kind of glad that for whatever reason i've just decided to stick with those. can you do that at speed can you make adjustments to your belts as you're cruising at 200 I mean, miles you an don't hour? want to be loosening your belts up at speed <laughs> um yeah that'd be bad uh but i mean you know i i think it was something uh almost like a nervous tick or something mm-hmm. like that i had uh when i ran junior motorsports and that, that second xfinity year I would just almost every straightaway kind of, you know, catch myself just making, you know, grabbing like going a notch or not a notch, but like the belts have, you know, seams and everything that you'll just kind of, they're so tight already. You'll film go like one more thread or something down. down. You feel the click. It's kind of like a click, even though it's really not, (laughs) but yeah. Like the thread, like you in your head, you think it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. (laughs) AJ Allmendinger lost the Indy 500 because his seatbelt came undone. Oh, it was awful. How wacky that's, would that be? That's, I mean, it's happened. Um, to you? Yeah, but but it, it only happened in the first place because I never got it clicked in mm-hmm. in the beginning. In the, well, clicked in in the first place. Um, never had that happen on the racetrack like under green. But like, you know, you'll be in there. You think you got your belts tight and you'll go to tighten this belt one more time. And it'll just go whew, all oh. the way out and the thing will come flying up. It's like, oh, well, oh. I didn't have it clicked in. But under, you know, sitting in the garage, not yeah. like on the racetrack, yeah. okay. so nothing crazy. What is the craziest thing that's happened in the cockpit during a race? Hmm. Either there's 15 of them you're trying to rattle through or really nothing <laughs> gnarly. Or Yeah, that would be great if there was nothing gnarly. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile yeah, uh, leg falling asleep. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, steering wheel come off like oh. in my hands. Like if I went to, I don't know, just make sure it was like on and I've pulled back and I noticed oh. as soon as I pulled back to make sure it was on and it started moving like, oh, and put it right back on. That wasn't good. Click. Click. All yeah. right. We're good now. All right. <laughs> we were, we were like half an inch from, from big problems here <laughs> from a crash. Uh, what else? Um, one time I had an electrical fire. And I was oh. like, hey, do I need to pit for this? Do you guys want me to stop? The the car's on fire under the dash. Whenever we whenever the caution does come out, could we pit and put that out? Do we need to pit? <laughs> it took okay. a while to put that fire out. Have but. six layers of Nomex or whatever it is. But well, I- the problem is I should have came right to pit road and had them put it out because it burned up our electrical system. Yeah. And oh, we in the garage like three laps. Why do you ask the question? It's your life. I was hoping it was just going to go out, you know, like on, under green. Some wind would get in there. Some right. moving around in the cockpit. I was hoping it was just going to go out. Hey, my lower extremities are on fire. I think we ought to come in and put these out. Well, talking about, yeah. Um, I was actually really young when this happened. The 
in an outlaw cart, the radiators, I don't, I think they still are in some of them or, uh, in the bigger classes, like 500, 250, whatever the radiators mounted above your feet and those outlaw carts, like under the hood or whatever. I think, um, I don't know. We had to, we dumped the water out of the radiator or changed it out, whatever. Right. We threw the hose clamp back on there. Um, filled it back up with water. We, we went racing. Well, somebody forgot me, my dad, I don't know if someone forgot to tighten the hose clamp down. And it was like, after we'd been running for a couple minutes and I got in an accident and like car went across the hood or something like that. And it grabbed the radiator hose and ripped it off. Ooh. And my, my bare legs, uh, oh. met hot boiling water. <clears throat> that felt really good. Oh, did you have yeah. scarring from it? I, I don't know. I don't think I have any scarring anymore, but like, for a long time, I felt like I like it was very obvious. Like I could really see it on my legs. Whoa! But oh, man. that hurt. Yeah, that's a terrible. Like yeah. that's a, that is a nightmare. That's uh-huh. what you dream about. Like it's never going to happen. Well, it just did. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! Because of that, I like always. Well, for a long time here up until recently, like I've always like I got to have stirrups in my suit, which are mm-hmm. those straps that go. Um. Like where the where the bottom of the suit is, it's like strapped to kind of keep Keeps the, your pants down, right? pants down. Yeah. So. Oh wow, man! So I was like the one thing. I, even though I wore like socks up to here that were fireproof and everything, I was always worried like if I, my legs are exposed, <laughs> a radiator <laughs> right. that's not mounted above my feet anymore is gonna like bust open and burn. Legs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I would. I'd have nightmares about that. Yeah. Every. Oh wow! I did. Wallace. Did you really? Yeah. I was pretty young when it happened. I think I was like. Six or seven. What? Yeah. That's true. We have, we, of doing 20 plus years, we've not asked drivers because I guess it's not kosher. What kind of nightmares do you have? Do you have nightmares as a driver? Do you have crashing nightmares? Do you have, I got nightmares as a driver? Do you have gnarly dreams like that? I wouldn't say they're like nightmares, but I have a lot of dreams. And well, I've, I've lived this a few times, well, a couple times. <laughs> Where like you just crash thirty times in a race, you hit everything, and somehow still finish that type of stuff. I've actually done that a few times, like Bristol. Like I spun out. That's Bristol. What I do? I spun out. I think I spun out twice at Bristol. Started lap down because we got in trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I I got to the front, spun out, and I spun out a second time. I think we still won the race, but it, like it's like I've had a couple dreams like that. Right. They're similar in that nature. Like that's you just a good hit everything dream if possible. you win. Well, I wouldn't say I always win. I just, you know, finish, you know, I think. Yeah, I guess my brain does have some weird dreams. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like in college, people have dreams of always missing the waking up late and missing their class or something. But no, as a race car driver, you you do dream about racing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> a lot. Of it. Yeah. You want to know what one of my nightmares is? Oh, no. I was the all-state kicker in high school. Oh. Here we go. And uh, I always get that call to, to make the winning kick in my dreams. But I'm always late. Uh, this is no joke. I'm always late to what? kick. Late is a big thing in dreams. I don't know how you could be late for that, but well, yeah. I, it's like they called me. I was on my couch or something. I had to catch a plane to go kick a football. <laughs> I was thinking you're, it was going to be something like you you go up to kick and you like, you're like you running up to line drive this thing. And all of a sudden, the football is actually like a soccer or basketball or something. <laughs> yes. You freeze or something like that. It's a two by four. Or it's like Lucy <laughs> with the peanuts. Uh, there you go. I don't know. It's all. 
Well, every good minutes with you it's here been in the Freak fun. Nation. I know you can go do do some other things. Which, by the way, Crasher and I, we have beat the freak for a set of general tires every week. And uh, you're looking at two people that picked you to finish in the top three. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You're probably getting is a that, call saying, "Dude, is that is is there like an apostrophe if if he can feel his legs? <laughs> yeah, right. Is there like a, you know a little claws that can get you out of it? No, because clearly you've proven that you're a badass and you don't need feeling in your legs to still kick ass and lead the I most laps in California. Need- <laughs> well, you don't have to really use the brake in Fontana as no, much. You here don't. you kind of have to. Yeah, here yeah. you have to. That's true. If That's you don't true. use the brake here, well, you'll be meeting a wall pretty <laughs> yeah. quick. Don't say that. <laughs> Legs will be fine. Legs will be fine. Maybe I need to uh, retract my pick of Tyler Reddick no, finishing the top three. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but to Tyler Reddick always, man, thank you for doing this, bud. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Speaking of, here are the results as we get out of this thing. Here are the results, Statman and Crasher, of our uh, Beat the Freaks. <sighs> yes. Oh, wow. Well, Wait a minute. I was. Winner didn't win. But- I was throwing stuff against the wall because my picks were <laughs> two of my guys didn't even finish. And I still beat somebody? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, well for I those pick? for those listening to us, Crash. Yeah, who did I Do pick? you want to give the numbers? Kenny with 115 points, Statman with 102, Crash with 75, and our attempted winner, Greg, with 64. That's <laughs> what that can't be possible. I mean, two of my yeah. guys didn't even finish the race. <laughs> Are you calling out my math stat? I'm I I'm pretty sure I was right. Chase Elliott, who who spun late in the race, um, ended up finishing in the top ten still. Finishing, oh, yeah, finished right. well in okay. stages. All right, so I, he he saved you a little bit. He, he did. Chase Elliott and uh, Kyle Larson. Wow, that's right, Kyle Larson. Freak Nation. Yeah. Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner, does something for the first time twice. We'll get to that. And Taylor Gray. You don't want to miss this story. Second hour of the freaks coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, I hope that you are watching us on YouTube or on Twitch or Facebook Live. And I also hope that if you're not, if you're driving that big old fat Peterbilt on mm. I-10 headed back to the Carolinas, that you're listening to us on Sirius XM or one of our million, many affiliates or one of our many audio apps. Does that sound old to you? Does that sound like an old, old white guy, Richie, audio apps? How do you refer? How do the kids refer to those now? <laughs> They're called apps. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop the audio. Right. Kenny, you were the you were the one who taught me this is to yeah. if, to not be over wordy with things. Mm-hmm. You don't need to say audio apps. You can just say apps. It's great. 
Save your words. <laughs> <laughs> They're called apps. <laughs> wow. Applications. I still, to this day, and it's so antiquated, it's you can log on to our website at www. It's like, bro. And it's never a woman. It's always a just a dumb guy. A dude that says that? Yeah. It's the, just get, get out of freaking, you know, 2005 and advance 17 years. That was 95. The W, the World Wide Web. Stop it. So many of our apps. That we're on for nation. Coming up this hour, his name is Matt Hagan, NHRA Funny Car winner. He's got himself 40 wins in the NHRA, but he has two firsts today at Gainesville. We'll get to that. Also, Taylor Gray, the driver of his hauler with David Gilliland Racing, Grayson Racing on I-10. And I, I've driven this stretch before, headed to Shreveport, Louisiana, going through Longview, Texas. Crashed the the rig, went over into the other lane. Other people were involved, but his driver crasher, Stephen Stotts, passed away in that accident. Oh my goodness, Taylor Gray, not Tanner Gray, not Sean Gray, not Shane. Johnny Shane Gray, not Johnny Gray, Taylor Gray, a racing family, clearly got a big win for David Gilliland Friday night in the Arca Series. We'll hear from him. This hour. I'm kind of burnt here. It's been a long weekend. It really has. Out of the track. Yeah. It doesn't mean we can't bring any energy. No, 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 no. We're bringing energy. But you say long weekend, you're tired. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I just think. I'm just dry. I did I did not drink water today like you're supposed to do at a racetrack and oh, let alone a racetrack in the desert. So yeah, I'm just like bleh, like everything's dry. It's hard for me to talk now. Everything's just bleh. I guarantee that the four of us have way five times more energy than the Los Angeles Lakers do at the moment. Because the Lakers What's the score. The Lakers are playing here in Phoenix against the Phoenix Suns. The score right now with 844 remaining in the fourth quarter. Phoenix Suns 128, Los Angeles Lakers 93. Oh. Statman, is is that a Lakers jersey I see underneath that snappy jacket? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. That's the old the old timers uh, all-star team. Uh, put together by uh, LeBron James and whatever's left of the Laker front office. Yeah. (laughs) People are taking numbers to play the Lakers these days, standing in long lines for the opportunity. Russell Brick Wilson? No, no. What? He's a Bronco now, by the way. Who are you trying to say, Richie? Russell Westbrick. Westbrook. 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 (laughs) Holy smokes, I messed that one up. I meant... What are you laughing at, Richie? No, I was just laughing at Stat calling him uh, West Brick because yeah. that's pretty much what he is at this point. <laughs> Russell. Yeah, the only Wilson. time the the only time they can win is when uh, LeBron scores fifty plus. Uh, yeah, he scores half the points. That's not bad for fifteen guys on the team. Oh, <laughs> more drum rolls here in the Freak Nation. For the last hour and 15 minutes that we've ever had here. Holy cow. 
I think that's nothing. We know where we're going with this damn thing. <laughs> Richie, can we maybe do like a breakdown? Maybe a Richard C. Suave breakdown of Drive to Survive every Sunday night? Oh, <laughs> we can. We can. But we got to go to break in 10 seconds. So. Oh, well, that. OK, there you go. Drive to Survive, ladies and gentlemen, season four. Yeah, yeah. Drive to Survive, Freak Nation. It's all right, Richie. Jesus, man. Richie getting all fired up there. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. As I mentioned, Sirius XM. Radio affiliates across the country. Apps all over the world, Freak Nation. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. Wants to save you 70 bucks, Freak Nation, buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire. And you'll get up to $70 back with a Visa prepaid card. That's right, 70 bucks back. Four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire. For more information, go to generaltire.com or go to our website, speedfreaks.tv. Hit the GT logo on our front page and bam we'll take you there crasher you ready let's do this Hit again it. i want to start this off by saying mad props to tony stewart we've got matt hagan coming up in what five minutes tony stewart won in both nascar and nhra today in nascar in phoenix it was chase briscoe's first win in the cup series as his car and crew were the ones to beat the second half of that race Chase held off Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick and even admitted to crying a little bit throughout the white flag lap as he went on to cross the stripe. The Xfinity Series had a more dominant winner in Noah Gregson leading 114 of the 200 laps. Friday night saw the most emotional win when Taylor Gray fought very hard on his general tires to hold off Daniel Dye, Sammy Smith and Raja Karuth en route to his first win in the ARCA series. Gray's car was stripped of sponsorship while the names Steven Stotts, John Zaveri and Michael Mazel were placed above each of the doors. John and Michael survived the Gilliland team haulers crash during the week, but the hauler driver, Steven Stotts, did not make it. Taylor Gray dedicated the win to his fallen teammate. Back to the Tony Stewart connection and Chase Briscoe's NASCAR Cup win for the team. Over in Florida, it was funny car driver Matt Hagen grabbing the first ever Wally for Tony's NHRA group. Matt will be joining us in five minutes. Well, it's probably four minutes now. Another first time winner in a series, if you're counting at home now. Trip Tatum in NHRA Top Fuel will make now three today alone. Trip beat Doug Foley for his Gators Wally in Pro Stock Motorcycle. It was a fitting final for Women's History Month as the battle came down to Karen Stouffer versus Angie Smith. Stouffer loves herself some Gainesville, so after setting new NHRA records not once, but twice today, she netted the win in the quickest side-by-side run in the history of the class. Lucas Oil's Kyle, Kyle Koretsky versus KB Racing teammate Dallas Glenn was pro stock. Glenn not with the advantage on the starting line, but yes, the win light. Go get your son, baby! Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. 
Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50 pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearbox boxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, coming up in moments, Matt Hagen will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also, so many darn grays, i got to get it straight, Taylor Gray will be here in the Freak Nation. Are we you- talking about a family or your head? <laughs> Just <laughs> what the hell's happening here? <laughs> you said so many grays. Can't keep track of them all. Yeah, having to deal with your ass for 22 years. Exactly. How Trust many me, brain the grays ce- are here, too. They're, they're here, too. How many yep. brain cells did you guys leave on the mountain and tell you that? <laughs> Jeez. That <laughs> one picture you sent on top of the mountain looking down like, how did I get up here? That maybe you're still up there. 13,000 <laughs> feet, so. babe. <laughs> All right, let's go to some Matt Hagen. We caught up with him earlier, NHRA funny car winner from Gainesville here in the Freak Nation. 
We're back with Kenny Sarge and Crash Gladys, Statman, Lucas Oil Studios. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to lucasoil.com. Check out the line of products to keep your ride on the road inside your engine, outside your engine, outside your car, inside your car. Bam! Go to lucasoil.com. Looks like uh, Matt Hagen may need a little Lucas Oil up in the nose to clean out the, those uh, clutch boogers that you have coming in, coming out of there. Yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, that clutch dust is a real thing, man. And, uh, you know, it takes two or three days, you know, to get the black off your fingers and out of your nose, you know? <laughs> well, this no, 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 hold on a second. There was right. one time Ron Caps told us that he had one kind of hanging in the middle of a run, and it was the most annoying thing ever. It even blew I, out on his helmet. I tell you the no- most annoying thing when I won Indy, the biggest race of the year, I was so sick. Like, uh, you know, I went out there in uh, the finals, I, I hit the parachutes, and I had snot come and hit my visor. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> It was it was definitely a win for the books. You know? <laughs> win one for the books. Oh, yeah. if there was ever a uh, a pilot that fits Tony Stewart racing, it's uh, it's Matt Hagen yes. already telling booger stories uh, here in the Freak Nation. Well, Matt Hagen, it certainly didn't take you long to get this win for Tony Stewart, did it? Well, you know, it's huge to get this win for Tony Stewart this weekend. You know, I mean, he had a circle track driver also win as well. So congratulations to him, his first Cup win. And, uh, you know, for us to come out here and, and really lay it down and get that first win for them is huge. It's my 40th win, and I've never won the Gators before. So out of my entire career, this is like the last one to check off the box. So it's kind of like the, the sun, the moon, and the stars all lined up, and we were able to get it done here. So the 40th career win, first for Tony. He got a cup win today as well. And, you know, we, we were just out here killing it and just having fun doing it. And that's, that's the biggest thing with TSR right now, you know, like – all my guys are just having fun. Like we were able to bring everybody over and you know what Tony and Leah put together over the winter is just phenomenal. I mean, three months to put two teams together and we're out here turning on wind lights and winning races. It says a lot to about Tony Stewart and what, what he can do with, uh, with racing, man. I think everything the guy touches is, uh, it turns into race wins and gold, you know, without question. Now, hold on a second though. You said you've never won the Gators before and uh, your first two rounds were not easy. Well, when did you realize that you actually could make this work? Well, when the finals, when the wind light comes on, you, know, <laughs> right. just, you never know when you pull nitro in the tank, you just, it's such a humbling thing to, to drive a fuel funny car because you never know what you're going to get. You know, it's like riding a bull, right? You're like, is it going to go left or right? Or, you know, what's it going to do? And, and so for for us, you don't ever count your eggs before they hatch because this is such a humbling, you know, experience out here in HRA. And we have a great crew, a great team. Dickie Venerables has, has assembled so many great guys out here. And, you know, I know what we're capable of, and I, I'm just excited this year to come in here and just have fun doing what we're doing. And, you know, Tony, like, I can't wait to post a video of, of Tony and Leo on the starting line. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just phenomenal. It's just raw, pure adrenaline and excitement. You know what I mean? For hey, you. Hey, can you tell your crew to quit spraying down the pistons or something? You're doing a big-time interview. All we're hearing is... I know. They're, they're loud over here, man. They're trying to get the door down so they can do I the bottle of champagne. Hey, well, we're really blessed to be out here. I'm blessed to be on Street Freaks because you guys only want to talk to me when I win. So it's, it's a good day. Hey, we talked to you in the off season and there were no wins involved. It's all when good. Ever, when have you guys ever just called to see like how much mud's going on over there? How much cow poop are you in right now? I remember. Which is when yes. I turn the wind lights on, you know? No, I remember doing an interview and you had just come off the farm. It was a yeah, non-race weekend. I think weekend. you guys had like some cow moo like sounds and stuff like that. 
<laughs> we did. You're exactly yeah. right. I was like, these guys are ready for me already. <laughs> All right. Like, so, I was in the background when I came up. move. I was like, what is that? <laughs> so Matt Hagen, Funny Car winner, Gator Nationals today. Uh, Matt, all of this stuff, we've talked about stuff coming out of your nose, all of the crazy. <laughs> How long is it going to take me to get back to lifting some weight? I've been looking at pictures of you. It looks like you care more about building that body than you do getting that funny car down. Yeah, you know, I, I really am excited about this season because, you know, there's like Dickie Venables lost his dad this year, and, and we're really trying to dedicate this, this season to his dad. And, and uh, you know, he's been out here. He's a big part of Dickie doing what he does. And, uh, you know, there's so so many opportunities out here. But I, I just I really am excited this season to, to be able to have such a great crew and a great car underneath me and, and Tony to be so excited about what we do and, and Leah to be a big part of it. And it just – I, I just I can't tell you how how excited I am as a driver to be a part of like this whole organization and all the stuff and the parts and pieces. I mean, honestly, we were just talking in the lounge and Tony's like, "Whatever it takes, man. Like, we're gonna do whatever it takes to win." And I love that competitive side of of Tony. You know what I mean? He's a competitor, and it drives me to get up on the wheel and, and be a you know like make sure I'm bringing it to the table and do my part. You know. But Matt Hagen, you still didn't say when are you going to get back to lifting the weights in the gym. <laughs> Well, well, I just wear smaller shirts, man. You know what I mean? Like, you, know, that's, 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 you don't have to lift weights if you wear smaller shirts. Yeah. All he has to do is lift wallies. Lift that's wallies. Right. Lift wallies all day long. Well, be sure to put that video out of Leah and Tony going bonkers. We want, we want to see that, brother. All right. 100%. Thank you, guys. Oh, cool. Thank right, you. Sorry. Bottle of champagne in and wallies and all that good stuff. <laughs> Time to get on a plane and go home. You go. You celebrate. Yeah. See you, buddy. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All Freak Nation, Matt Hagen here with the Freaks in the Lucas Oil Studios. Okay, something yeah. that you guys can't see that I was getting on my cell phone is frantic texts from his group there in the trailer saying, the phone's about to die. <laughs> so that's why I'm reaching over to you, Kenny, going, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> now, the one thing that I wanted to ask, but when he mentioned this season, <coughs> excuse me, the season, was dedicated to Dickie Venables. If you believe in numerology, uh -oh. he won his first championship in 2011. Three years later in 2014, he won his second championship. That means the next, the next championship came six years later in 2020. That means the next one comes nine years later <laughs> in 2029. Nah. away. So I I decided to throw that away and mm -hmm. not it since they want to get this season for Dickie Venables. Yes. Damn, Statman doing some research. He's Holy numbers, smokes. man. Hey, he probably does anybody can throw weight around like that doesn't need he ain't worried about numbers. The only numbers he's worried about is three eighty seven with a six mm -hmm. or uh, that fourth championship. He only cares about two numbers, especially that number four. Yep. yep. Bring it. I would, I, I would imagine that Stuart Haas racing and Tony Stewart racing, there's someone there with cameras letting Tony know that Briscoe wins 
after okay, did Matt Hagen crash or did Matt Hagen win Ooh, after it was Briscoe? Because uh, no. it seemed pretty close, didn't it? It was very close, but social media was off on the timing, and the NHRA did that purposely. So the way it technically happened was yes, Hagen won first, but it was within the hour that then Briscoe took the win. So yeah, pretty spectacular who no no they probably weren't back in their pit watching the nascar race i bet tony had it on an ipad he did tell me when they were here testing a couple of weeks ago in phoenix Mm -hmm. that he carries an ipad with him and watches his his sprint car teams his (laughs) his nascar teams if he's at nhra or or the nhra races if he's at nascar so yeah he he had something with him so when they were in victory lane celebrating with matt hagan that's probably when the news came in the best thing about this win by Chase Briscoe is that Kyle Bush can't say anything about it. <laughs> and on that note, okay. your stat man, Scat, the Lucas Oil Studios and the Speed Freaks Pits. <laughs> Formula One season opens in Bahrain this week. Lots of new stuff, lots of new headlines, driver lineups, driver dreams, and engineering ideas. A welcome headline this week has American Colton Herta getting a test driver deal from McLaren run by American Zach Brown. That synergy is the point of disappointment over what's happening at Haas F1. That relationship with Russia may sack the team. Wouldn't surprise me if Haas sells out to Michael Andretti. But that's not a headline. That's pure speculation on my part. I just hope that Herta has grown into the big boy discipline to be successful in F1. He didn't have it at Nashville last year. Hopefully his racecraft has grown beyond his years. Michael Andretti is saying he's made inroads with F1 owners after personal conversations recently. If Michael has the money, he should be allowed in the club if he has the money. As for F1 owners, if a black drummer is good enough for the gentrified Rolling Stones, why can't Michael Andretti be good enough for the gentrified F1 grid if he has the money? Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Statman, let me get off this video if you're watching this on <laughs> YouTube. Uh, sorry about that, uh, Freak Nation. Got to remove that. Uh, Statman, what's what are gas prices in Columbus right about now? I think I paid uh, four oh nine, a big W Chevy block. Four oh nine, the last time I bought some gas a couple days ago. Yeah, we're pushing upper four dollar range five bucks here in phoenix i can only imagine what it is in california i got uh, kind of a solution for these high gas prices what about lucas oil fuel treatment <laughs> formulated for both gasoline diesel engines i i could run through the litany of items how lucas oil fuel treatment can help your car what about just increases power and miles per gallon mm-hmm. power and miles per gallon by burning excess exhaust emissions Check it out at lucasoil.com. Cleans and lubricates the fuel system, neutralizes low sulfur fuel problems you might have, increases the life 
pumps, and injectors. Go to lucasoil.com to learn more about Lucas Oil fuel treatment. It's at lucasoil.com. Two things I want to do. Wait a minute. Before you you get started on that, that's the segue of all time. (laughs) That's the absolute segue. 22 years of segues. That's the leader of the pack. Man, holy smokes. Hmm. Yeah. You got to be a you got to be high cotton to get a compliment like that from Stat Man. That must be some snow left over from Tell You Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, careful when you refer to snow. <laughs> well, you're jacked up on Mountain Dew. Hey, Stat Man, when the hell did you start using the, the the reference to race cars as racecraft? I don't know. It's that I, you know, I'm old enough. That, that was so long ago. I can't remember. <laughs> Because there were 16-year-olds using the word racecraft in interviews over the weekend at Phoenix Raceway, and you just used racecraft. It, it sounds so Jetson, Jetson-esque or Land of the Lost or freaking Star Trek. Well, I think he used to, he used to buy packages of racecraft at uh, Radio Shack years ago. They sold them three for a dollar. Wasn't, wasn't that the Radio Shack? Wasn't that it? <laughs> Maybe right. Walgreens. It, it, is, it is close to midnight in Columbus. You already. <laughs> <laughs> it is getting kind of late for you right now. I get that. Might have been Walgreens or Kresge, something like that. Jeez, here we go. <laughs> hey, Richie, we got uh, we got we've got a little bit of time to kill here. I'd like to for those that are watching us on YouTube, those that are watching us on Twitch and Facebook Live. You heard Matt Hagen talking about this video of Tony Stewart and Leah Pruitt watching that final round at Gainesville pack stands where Matt Hagen got his first win at Gainesville and the first NHRA win for Tony Stewart racing. And this is the, if you're watching us bear with us on the radio for just a little bit, but if you're watching us, watch the reaction, you'll see Tony Stewart standing in the middle and then Leah Pruitt, on the right-hand side. When they won that, you see Tony Stewart stepping up and do that freaking hulculating-looking pose. Hulculating-looking? Crash, you're looking. It's late here. It's 8.30 in Phoenix. Hulculating-looking. All right. uh, Suave, play the video, my friend. (laughs) See? That's quite hulculating-looking. Yeah. Look at that. Tony and Leah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah let it roll one more time. Let's get the way to the beginning. Yeah. Look at Leah jumping around. So badass. Top fuel rails, top fuel funny cars, they are so loud that even you can hear the loudness when they're just sitting on the starting line. But once they take off, it even blows the speakers from your phone away because it just becomes quiet. (laughs) You know, Statman, when you're about to run over Tony Stewart about 15 years ago, 16 years ago, whatever the hell it was in a golf cart, uh, there was no discussion that Tony Stewart, Smoke, one of the greatest names ever in motorsports now, that he was going to be owning an NHRA top fuel team. We used to laugh at him when he talked about wanting to get in a top fuel car. 
And now he owns a funny car and a top fuel car, and he's turning on wind lights with it. Wow. With his wife. <laughs> with his that might yeah. be the biggest headline of all. <laughs> right. <laughs> God, who would work yes. with their wife? Oh, I who know. the hell would do that, Statman? I I don't I don't have any idea. The the concept is alien to me. It is. Yeah. Spouses working together. That's incredible. It's certainly not gonna last. No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like people said to you that Speed Freaks would never last. What are you talking about? You're not going to get Rusty Wallace to talk like that. Including the guy who went to jail for 12 years or whatever. Oh, right. Is he not a lifer given what he did? We don't need to get he should have been. rabbit holes. He We're talking about PR been. people in the motor sports industry. And there goes Crasher right in there. I'm just yeah, saying. Just diving into the rabbit hole with him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Richie's on here just going, I have no idea what they're talking about, who they're talking about, but... Uh, but now we know it's PR people! It's a, It's been a tough climb, Richie, but damn it, every now and then we put our big fat feet on the motorsports mountain and tell everybody to kiss our ass, because we, uh, we can now. 22 years. Yeah, yeah, we can. It's incredible the amount of times Statman told, told him to kiss his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we had yeah. social media when we started oh. We couldn't have started this thing with social media, could we? Yeah, we could have. Really? Because message boards were kind of a thing. and Message boards? Yeah, I know. Remember you that? You talk about Kresge and, and Walmart Why are, uh, Walgreens. Wow. Message boards. Can you? Can you? Wow. That goes what the hell's back. happening here? Yeah. What mm. I did, that's, that's a rabbit canyon. That's not a rabbit hole. A rabbit canyon. Well, that was the original, that was the birthplace of keyboard warriors, where people thought they could say anything because nobody can see my face. And that's not even my real name. Yeah. That was a big deal for CART, was message boards. Those, mm -hmm. I don't. And HRA got pretty big into them, too. But Crash was a big deal for CART. Are you kidding me? I was a lightning rod for them. Yeah. Lightning rod? You were the whole lightning tower, for crying out loud. <laughs> Now, Suave, we we all know of you know, burner phones, burner accounts. Crasher, on those message boards, you had some burner, some OG burner accounts, didn't you? No. You didn't? No. You went after him as Crash Gladys. You oh, go yeah. after it's Betsy Wallace from Betsy Fontana? <laughs> no, I it was always it was always my name because I've I've always not been a fan of burner stuff. And like even when you make a mistake on Twitter, I mean, unless it's like I don't know. I guess unless if you misspell something, yeah, go ahead and delete it. But if you if you put something out there and you probably shouldn't have, you need to still own up to it. So yeah, no, I just no, never did a burner. I didn't have time for that. Too many people were throwing darts at my own name anyway. So darts. That was that was hard. Those were the those were the sweethearts that threw darts at. Yeah. Everybody else was lobbing scud missiles at. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, good point. <laughs> Richie, do you realize that at one time we had the Mike Helton of Champ Car Cart bow down to us? IndyCar. Yes. I remember you telling me that story. Yep. <laughs> that was the sure. day A.J. Foyt was, not A.J. Allmendinger, was yeah. standing by and he yeah. saw that. He, he still talks about that. How'd they, <laughs> how'd they get him to, wow. 
Joe Heitzler. Holy <sighs> smokes. Freak Nation, we've done a lot of things over the last 22 years, including eating some type of ribs, meat, something or other with Johnny Gray and Del Worsham with the Checker Shucks Craig and Funny Car team. Statman and I did that while we're listening to Nelly. Carne Asada. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That was. Yeah. And then Johnny Gray talking about working with former President George W. No, George Bush. George, yeah, George Bush. Yeah, George, George Bush. Because that would have been 99 or 2000. His grandson joins us next. Taylor Gray. It's coming up next. Freak Nation, Speed Freak Spits, and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Mo- Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV TV and MAV TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24 7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
Freak Nation, looking forward to this interview. We caught up with Taylor Gray uh, Friday night after the ARCA series win. You saw the race on MAV-TV. MAV-TV carrying a number of the ARCA series races this year. Uh but it was it, it was one of I'm not going to say it was a strange victory lane. It just wasn't, and it wasn't fitting. It, the way they handled it, it was fitting, mm-hmm. but it wasn't fitting to go bonkers and throw champagne and hoot and holler and curse words and so forth because of what happened beforehand involving the winning team and David Gilliland Racing Crasher. Yeah, their hauler driver was obviously driving across country, east to west, to through, would you say, Longview, Texas? Longview, Kenny? Texas, yeah. And according to reports, he may have tipped or just kind of tapped the trailer of the vehicle in front of him, causing the trailer to veer into the median, as well as the David Gilliland Racing hauler itself to veer into the median, ended up falling on its side. There was a fire. John Zaveri and Michael Mazel survived, though they were taken to the hospital and had some injuries. They survived. They were in the David Gilliland Racing Hauler, but the driver of the hauler, Stephen Stotts, did not make it. And that is what led into this week's ARCA race, which was just horrible. They borrowed a hauler to transport their surviving equipment as well, and decided to race with no sponsorship on the side of their car. David Gilliland said it just wasn't appropriate. Why mm-hmm. are we going to be pimping out these sponsors when the only things are, that matter are people? Stephen Stotts, John Zaveri, and Michael Mazel. This is Johnny Gray. Excuse me. I knew this was going to happen. This is Taylor Gray, the son of Shane Gray, the grandson of former NHRA funded car pilot Johnny Gray. Here in the Freak Nation and the Lucas Oil Studios. Your Technology. Ar- your ARCA series winner from Phoenix Raceway tonight. We waited a little long to get this thing, but uh, for good reason, because he's had a lot of folks he needed to shake hands with and say congratulations to and just get some big old big boy hugs tonight. Yes. We'll get into that, but uh, quickly, Taylor, let me give you some background of um, the Freaks. You ready for this? Let's do it. Me and Statman for Speed Freaks were having some like tri-tip and beers with your grandfather <laughs> maybe 22 years ago as he was driving the funny car with Dale Worsham with the Checker Shucks Craig and Funny Car Team. Okay. And I don't even know, how old is your dad, Shane Gray? Uh, He's 49, turning 50, I think. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah, so he it. was about, no, he's you're what? My age? Yes. How old are you now? <laughs> I am 16. I oh, turned that's crazy, man. I turned 17. <laughs> and, <laughs> All right. Well, in other words, uh, you weren't born when we met your I grandfather. I was not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we know the significance of the Gray family when it comes to drag racing and stock cars. So, needless to say, we're not surprised that you're in victory lane. Feels good. <laughs> uh, at 16 years old, I am surprised because, again, it's still ARCA, but I understand it, it's a tough field out there, Broham. How'd you do it? Yeah, uh, I just feel like we executed pretty well all night. Uh, our restarts were really good at the end. Uh, I thought they were really good. Um, but just a really good race car uh, by Chad Johnston and everybody on the box at DGR, everybody that works day and night at the shop. Brought a really fast race car. Obviously, the odds were against us this weekend, but you know we we fought and we pulled through for Steven, Michael, and John. Um, yeah, this is all for them. Let's get that over with. 
And you brought up three names in there. One individual has passed, two other individuals seriously injured in an accident, headed from Long or at in Longview, headed here to to Phoenix. Uh, who coached you through this race with such heavy hearts after losing uh, your long haul driver? Yeah, uh, I just felt like um, and everybody around around me, everybody, you know, when it comes to the the, the road crew, everybody, Jeremy, Ed, Heron. Frank, seriously, everybody on my team, Chad, uh, we were all there for each other. Um, and I don't really feel like anybody really coached us through it. I think we were just there for everybody. And I feel like, um, just the whole organization at EGR was there for everybody. Um, and we just kind of fought through. Who was in your ear at the end of this race? Because it seemed like we almost had a tale of two halves here. There was a lot of domination going on. And then at the end, it was just, it was kind of anybody's game. Who was in your ear giving you the encouragement to be like, hey, you got this? Yeah, uh, Nick Payne on the roof. Um, you know, this is our, would be our first, second year, first year with Nick. I don't remember. Like half of last year. Yeah, sorry. Kind of got mixed up there. <laughs> Um, it's part of motorsports. <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Nick have been with each other not, not, not too long, but for a little bit. Um, and Nick's uh, Nick pretty much coached me or gave me some motivation um, you know, to stay in it. I feel like we struggled there half ha- at the halfway break through the race, just trying to get our stuff to come to us. Um, but once it did, with like thirty to go, we were really, you know, all props to Chad Johnston. Just uh, we we're definitely more of a long run car, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but once, once we got past that, you know, 10 to 15 laps marker, we were really good. Um, you know, but at the end, I think it just all came down to execution on restarts. I thought we were still really good on the short run there at the end, just cause I think our stuff had came to us. Um, but you know, that last restart, I think, you know, I think whoever leads coming out of turn one and two, I think pretty much wins the race. So I think that I just kept that mentality and we we're really aggressive on restarts. And that was, you're right, that was so crucial. You were going into overtime. It almost seemed like, okay, strategy has to change a little bit. We got to play games with each other. Were you doing that with Raja on your outside and the guys behind you as well? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's that's a part of the game, right? You Absolutely. Have to, that you, you play restart games. You know, Raja was trying to play restart games with me. And, you know, Raja really, props to Raja. That was a really good run for Raja. Um, really good run for all those guys over there. Uh, super proud of those guys, but I could see him laying back in my mirror. And so <laughs> then I knew, you know, all right, this is what I got to do. And I executed it, got a good launch and it was you know, kind of you know, from there. Um, thought I was a little passive on the last lap, more of the show than I should have been. I feel like I've lost a couple of races doing that. <laughs> Just not being aggressive enough on the white flagged lap. But, uh, think we were so i think we were fast enough to where it didn't matter too much i don't know the 43 kind of made a last the last turn move but i mean that's part of it but see that's racing that's sports in general that's life in general you only learn or you learn the best by first failing so you fail forward so in your mind you're like okay i've lost races on these restarts i know exactly what to do to get the win this time yeah exactly i mean i think in my opinion, the the more you um, lose and the more you you know do things wrong, if you take it as a learning experience, the better off you're going to be and the better you're going to be in the future. Um, so I feel like that's what we've done um, and over the past couple of years. It's just you know learn from my mistakes and better myself from them. You brought. Did up- you? He told you he was 16, right? He told you he was 16. 
Are you sure you're not 36? <laughs> it's amazing. Jeez, there were there were so many things that were happening to me at 16 years old, brother, that I don't want to put out on Mav TV's <laughs> Facebook page at this point. Uh, but you brought up Raja Karuth, and there are two couldn't be better stories of who won the race, yeah. Raja or you. And, you know, it, it's this, the significance of an African-American winning a, an ARCA series race would be just legendary. And then you coming back from that horrific accident with uh, your, your driver of the hauler and the injured individuals winning this race. I'm not going to say which one is better or worse, but I'm not, not going to put that out there. But but to add to his story as well, it was a horrific week for the team. It's been a horrific 12 months for you as well, having your oh, own accident. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, the whole comeback story for you is just mind boggling. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I've said before, uh, just the meteor a couple minutes ago, I, yeah. think, <laughs> I think it's just, you know, it's just, I want to race. I feel like I'm a true racer at heart. And so uh, just having that mentality, I think, is what made me come back as fast as I did. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, had some learning to do when I come when I came back, and definitely <laughs> had to learn from stuff. But I feel like we did that. I feel like everything I t- I learned from every mistake I made and bettered uh, myself. Um, and onto the Roger thing, yeah, I mean that would be awesome. Uh, I hope Roger does get a a win this year. Um, I mean, for selfish reasons, I wanted myself to win, <laughs> but uh, you know, I definitely at some point. Uh, He's really talented. He's he's going to get a win at some point. How did you fall into the hands, or how did David Gilliland uh, carang you to drive for him? Uh, it was a couple of years ago. I started driving his racing his late model, mm-hmm. um, and I was I had speed, but didn't have racecraft, so I struggled quite a bit um, when I raced late models. Uh, my first year, second year, we all I only ran a part part time schedule. We we were. We were pretty good. We had we'd won a race, um, um, and then I went ARCA racing, and you know had some learning to do. Um, <clears throat> and then the year after that, obviously, I got hurt um, and had to come back from that, and then had even more learning to do after that. <laughs> Gosh. And then uh, you know this year, I feel like we've been off to a pretty good start. Yeah, I'd say so. We're race number two, and you're up there in the points. This race was crazy, though, crazier than Daytona in the sense that. 40 cars were out there on a one mile track. How you said you even agreed. It was kind of a tale of two halves in this race. How were you able to be so patient it through that first half and through some of the other yellow flags in the second half? Yeah, I felt like, uh, I was actually pretty excited for the 40 cars. Cause I feel like my, <laughs> my strong suit is getting through traffic better than anybody. Uh, um, and so I was pretty pumped about what the, as many cars were showing up. I think it's fun navigating through traffic. You know, it puts more of a play into a race. Um, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I thought it was good. Uh, we need these type of fields back in ARCA. Um, you know, that's it's kind of how the old ARCA fields used to be. Is you know, you'd have forty cars show up, and that's how it'd be. You had your really good cars, and you'd have your mid pack cars, and you guys you have you guys just having fun, man. Like that's that's all. It's all. It's what it's all about. So, uh, no, I, uh, I enjoyed it though. Hey, who's the bigger pain in the ass for you, your grandfather or your dad, Shane or, uh, Johnny? Oh <laughs> uh, man, I can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I think your brother said the same thing when we asked him a while ago. Oh, he, Tanner? Yeah. <laughs> I think he said the same thing. <laughs> he just said, yes. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure how to answer that either. <laughs> it's probably pretty good. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's uh, family. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Where does that, does that all stem from your grandfather? Father Johnny Gray, you guys are being such motorheads. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, it obviously all came down. Uh, my great grandpa, John R., um, he wasn't really into motorsports that much. Right. You know, he, you know, had started up our, the oil company. Um, and then my grandpa, he'd got into dirt, some dirt racing and stuff like that. And then he went drag racing and then my dad, and then my tan, then Tanner. And then I went a complete opposite path with circle track racing. Then Tanner followed me, but yeah, I think it all stimulates. I mean, it's once it's in your blood, I mean, you can't get rid of it. Right. <laughs> nope. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think so for sure. Do you get to puff up your chest now in the family? Like I'm the most <laughs> recent winner. Uh, I'm actually, um, I'm more so not like, uh, you know, I'm cocky as I just won. I'm more so, all right, let's take this good momentum into next weekend and try to win another race. And so, humble. yeah, exactly. I just <laughs> got to be a humble, as humble as possible. Um, even if, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's the best thing to be humble, but even if I wasn't humble, I haven't done anything in my career yet or proved myself in my career yet where I can't be, mm-hmm. humble, where I can't not be humble. Right. So, yeah, I feel like uh, hey, you just won can, a freaking can, race with forty cars on a one mile track. Pop <laughs> your chest. We've up. got many people watching <laughs> this feed on Mav TV's Facebook page, and they're shaking their head just like I am, bro. You're 16. I know. Have you started shaving yet? <laughs> yeah. Have you? Yeah, I've got a little little right. something coming in right here. Yeah, That's I mean, it. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I had to shave before I came here. Before <laughs> I came to Phoenix. Because I'm going back and thinking of the things that I was. Do you still ride a bike? I mean, do you? Ride bike and for training. Yeah, I ride. I rode bike. <laughs> yeah. You don't ride an old BMX. See, no. I just. No, I mean, I, I'm old. I get that. <laughs> but, but my goodness, I rode bike. That's about it. Mountain bike and road bike. Right. I tend to stay away from mountain bikes more since I got hurt. But yeah, right. I rode bike quite a bit. Are you a fiend for your cell phone or iPad? Uh, I'm not a fiend for it. Yeah. I definitely would like to have it, but right. I'm not to where if you take it away from me, I'm not. Gonna How old it. were you when you got your what's your first phone? Um, probably like 12, 11. Ooh, okay. We've so only had a few years. years. That's good. Maybe yeah. 10 or 11. Good job, Shane. Somewhere in there, yeah. yeah. So, so is, is that early for a kid? Or should you should they wait I, till like they're 15? I think it all depends on how, I mean, I I can't say anything. I'm not a parent and I'm not going to He's be asking able to... specifically for dad advice. That, yeah, that's I've exactly why he's old. asking. She's not asking for one, though. Yeah. No, she's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's all, I mean, I think you can... I mean, from whenever they can, you know, understand what it is, I think it's okay to have one. You just have right. to have set rules on when you can get on it and when you can, you know, when you have to get off of it. They understand what it is at one these days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, brother, this is awesome. I know it's getting late for you. Um, yeah, I, 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 I got to catch a flight, go back to North Carolina. What the hell are you talking about, man? You're 16, bro. Stay up. Wait, what? <laughs> Play some video games, man. Oh, we you let him go? No, 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 no. You're fine. Just don't worry about it. Come on. Well, this was uh, it was cool to get you on here, Map TV, with the broadcast tonight. Yes, uh, Phoenix Raceway, and uh, celebrating with you. Yeah, uh, for for all the right reasons tonight. I appreciate right? it, guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I said, you know, it's for Stephen that you know we unfortunately tragically lost, and right. John and Michael um, that are watching on their TVs back at home. Uh, it's all for them. Um, can't wait to see those guys when I get back, man. I feel like I've mentally been struggling because i haven't been able to see him so uh but you know i'm ready to get back and go see him and uh you know try to get another one for steven um and uh you know i feel like he's i feel like he's my good luck charm you know he's looking down on us 16 years old stat man 
Yeah, that still rattles around in my head. I think the I think these glasses are older than he is. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, man. I know how we do it. We do it every Sunday night right here. You missed any of the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for you in the morning. Also, our YouTube page, our Twitch, and our Facebook page. You can watch this video. If you're not watching to it right now, if you're listening to it, you can go watch this damn thing again, right? Uh, What's so funny? I just, we are all tired. Yeah, we're pretty tired. <laughs> we're just tired. Stabba's going to be up another two, two hours editing this damn thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about cutting it loose. Wow. Yeah, man. Well, Speaking of, uh, shoot the juice to the moose and Stadimus Maximus, man. Cut it loose. See ya. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.